0: Hello friends and welcome to True Presence for Catholic Moms, the podcast where Catholic moms learn to build an intentional life. I'm your host, Kelsey Pascarel, and today we're talking about how to have a conversation with your husband about chores. Because one of the things that comes up fairly often in our membership is this question of what do we do if I don't feel like my husband is helping out enough with the kids or around the house? And we're going to dive into that today and how to do that in a way that's fruitful and loving and productive. Hey there, Mama. This is True Presence, the podcast where Catholic moms like you and me learn to be embodied souls. St. Catherine of Siena said, be who you were meant to be and you will set the world on fire. In the midst of hurry, worry, and social media, we're doing a 180 and focusing on real presence, communion, connection, natural living, and bringing eternity into our hearts and homes. I'm your host, Kelsey, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey, friends. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about what to do when when you want to have a conversation with your husband about helping with chores. This is something that comes up sometimes in the True Presence membership, this question of what do I do if my husband doesn't help with the chores? And the reason that I'm talking about this now, because it's actually been on my heart to talk about for a while, but because I just didn't really feel at peace with releasing an episode about this anytime time earlier. And now my husband recently had, um, back earlier at the beginning of this year, a very serious spinal injury. And it's been um, he's had these weeks where it's been doing a lot better and then weeks where he's not been able to do anything at all, really, except for lie down and um, go into work. And even not that sometimes, not even go into work, kind of uses up everything, but he can't lift up our kids. He can't take out the trash. He can't bend over and empty the dishwasher. He can't do any of those kinds of movements. And so it has been a big life shift for us in a lot of ways. So this isn't an episode on how to make your husband do chores. This is an episode on how to have a mature conversation about the housework and the things that need doing. So one of the things that we need to understand as mature adults as mature women is that we're responsible for meeting our own needs. And sometimes that means setting boundaries in place. Now so we've talked a little bit about boundaries in other episodes. But in this circumstance, the boundaries that we need to talk about putting in place are the ones that protect our ability to meet our own needs, our needs for sleep, our needs for food, our needs for mental health space, our needs for like a shower, our needs for emotional well-being. These are the things that we can make boundaries around. And what this means is that regardless of what anyone else in our life is doing or helping us with or not. We're not saying, I can't meet my own needs because of what they're doing or not doing. We have to sit with the Lord and say, how much time do you want me to give to each of these things in my life? And then we need to honor whatever he tells us. If he tells us nothing at all, there might be a circumstance like that. Like we're in the middle of a crisis. I don't even know what, like a hurricane has come and knocked down our house. We're not going to be taking showers, right? We're going to be meeting our family's needs and protecting them. And that's an extreme example, but I just want to bring that up. But sometimes we're living our daily life like we're in the middle of that hurricane season. And we're not. You know, there are these seasons that are tough like that, like right after we have a baby or when everyone has the stomach bug. Those are like those hurricane seasons, but not every day is a hurricane. And I don't think the Lord is calling us to go a week without a shower for our families because that's not healthy. And it's not how we would want our daughters to treat themselves. So you know that there's something out of balance when you're not sleeping, you're not eating, you don't have prayer time, you're not taking showers, you don't have time for those things. But it's not someone else's job to provide those things to you it is your job to find a way to meet your own needs. Okay, so first thing, like I said, you need to sit with the Lord and you need to decide and ask the Lord how much time he wants you to put into those. What is the bare minimum of meeting your needs that needs to happen every day? And then you need to honor that. Because so often, this is really what's at the heart of those conversations that we want to have with our husbands, right? It's not so much about the chores It's that we feel the weight of the world on our shoulders, this long list of things that we need to do, and we don't feel like we have time for the things that we need. So the first order of business here is to release our husband mentally and in our hearts from the resentment we have for our needs not being met. And I do just want to throw out a qualifier here because there are abusive relationships out there. How do you know that this is going too far is if you have your options severely limited, if you don't have access to finances where you have the right to make decisions about things, then you have something that is more than just the circumstance of needing to meet your own needs. You are being prevented, actually prevented and limited in your resources and freedom to meet your own needs. That's different than your husband not helping with the chores. So I just want to make sure that's clear. So now that's the first thing at stake in this conversation is your ability to meet your need. The second thing, though, is your relationship with your husband, because so often this is one of those things that really comes between us. And we want to be able to have this conversation in a mature way because it's going to build our mutual respect for one another, and it's going to help us to learn to communicate and care about one another more deeply if your husband doesn't know what you actually want help with you're not giving him the opportunity to love you and that's part of his path to holiness and it's part of your path to holiness to learn to learn to express to him what you actually want help with in a mature way so there are really two places that we come from when we do this the first can be like i was talking about before that resentment that dependency on him and that is not a healthy way but When we stand in a place where we're operating from our circle of control, where we're in control of our emotions and our thoughts, we can have this conversation in a very fruitful way. And I want to give you a few tips on how to do that. Now, there are a few things that kill a relationship with our husband faster than nagging. (laughs) And nagging is where we are telling them what to do over and over and sort of simmering at them and they can feel it right they know we're displeased they know that's there and it's not healthy it's not healthy for us it's not healthy for them it's not healthy for our marriage so what nagging is is it's really this lack of trust that things are going to be done according to a certain standard and according to a certain timeline and we can resolve that without nagging those underlying concerns With conversations about those standards and what's gonna happen if those standards aren't met. You can actually get that buy in from your husband. And just remember, there are days where we say, I'm going to do something, and then we don't get to it on time. You know, we're not 100% on top of everything all the time either, at least not most of us. I'm certainly not. I'm always having my days where I haven't gotten around to the lunch dishes and I'm already cooking dinner or something. It happens, it's just normal. It can be really frustrating, like, you know, if your husband's in charge of taking out the trash and it's like full by the time you're trying to scrape the dinner dishes into it and there's nowhere to scrape the leftovers, that can be super frustrating. So that's the kind of thing where you want to actually have that conversation. When you notice that there's this sense of frustration coming up in you, it's an indicator that you need to tweak the system and you can have that conversation. You can say, this is an obstacle I'm running into. And I want your thoughts on what we could do about it, what we could do to make it better. And then the third thing is that you have both committed to one another in marriage to love and serve one another and to raise your children in the faith. So when it comes to chores, what you need to do is you need to look at that and say, what is my commitment here? What is my husband's commitment? And When you have these three foundational things, first that it is your job to meet your needs. Second, that it is your path to holiness and your husband's path to holiness to both express things maturely to one another and to love one another. And third, that you have committed to be a team to raise the children in the faith. I think it's hugely important for you and your husband to have this conversation in a way that's about your shared vision of what this means for your family, what this means for raising your children and get on the same page with what you would like your lives to look like in that context, not just looking at the chores as something that needs to be done, but what is that place in parenting? What is the bigger picture goal that you have when it comes to chores? Because buy-in is so important in these conversations. If you aren't on the same page, if you don't have the same big picture goals, you're not going to be able to agree on any of the little things. Now, finally, the last thing you need to do to prepare for this conversation is get really clear on your own capacity for the housework, because this is the thing that we we do. We think, well, if my husband isn't doing his fair share of the chores, I will have to do all of And that's frankly just not possible. We can't squeeze in more things into the day than can fit into the day, right? It means something else has to give. So we have a couple options here. The first thing is, as I said, just get clear on your capacity. Know what you can actually do and sit with the Lord and say, how much time do you want me to give to doing chores each day? Maybe that's an hour. Maybe that's four hours. It's going to depend on all the other things the Lord's calling you to do too. If you're being called to homeschool, that's a lot of a time commitment, both in actually doing it and in planning. If he's calling you to cook all the meals from scratch, that's a different time commitment. If he's calling you to ministry in your local community, that's another time commitment. So you need to sit with the Lord and say, how do you want me to manage my time? And then, then you are prepared to know what you can take on and what you can't with the chores. And here's what's been really interesting for me with having my husband have his injury and not be able to help as much is it's made me look at my list of things I need to do with this insanely sharp scalpel because it's a lot, right? When we have everything that we're doing and we can't count on someone else to do certain things, there can be so much. So what I've been doing is I've really been saying, what is essential? Not just what is essential, but what what can I outsource? What can I delegate? And I've been making my kids um, come and have meetings with me. And we've been talking a lot more seriously about what can they take on? What else? Because my husband is frankly not an option so much of the time. He does what he can. He's, you know, just got this incredible work ethic and he's so loving. But his willingness isn't the thing at issue right now. And frankly, when he's having his good days, I would much rather he be spending them playing with the kids and building relationships with them and with me than doing chores. So that's not how I'd like him to spend that limited physical ability that he has. So I'll give you one example of what's looking a little different for us right now is the kitchen. My kitchen counters end up with stuff on them, regular points throughout the day, because you know, that's just how things are when you actually cook in your house and you have small children who like to take glasses of water and leave them there. And it's something I could be cleaning off my kitchen counters or organizing the kids to do this, you know, six times a day so that my counters are always clear. But I don't really care that much as long as I have, it doesn't get too out of control and it doesn't, if you've got a pretty decluttered situation, it doesn't get that out of control. I'm okay with my counters having some things on them during the day, as long as they are cleared off by the time I go to bed each night. And so I'm not doing that six times a day. I'm doing it like two times a day, right around lunchtime and then right before bed. And that's fine. I'm doing less. I've decided other things are more optional. And another thing that really came out of all this is that we decided that it was time to hire some help for some things too. We hired a lawn crew this summer because usually the lawn is something that's my husband's job and I didn't feel like I could take on that. I didn't think I had the capacity to do that. So it was one of those things. It just made sense to bring on help and that's okay. That's part of being a manager. Managers don't do everything themselves. Managers delegate. Sometimes that looks like hiring help. Sometimes that looks like teaching your kids how to do chores. So all these things come together to help you to have this conversation in a way that's going to be calm and productive and respectful. Because when we're talking about chores, we can separate out so much of what it means about our relationship. And we can just say, hey, I actually just want to talk about how to get things done. I don't want to make this into something that's bigger than that. Not that you have to say this explicitly. Like mentally you're telling yourself this. This is about how to get things done. That's all. That's what this conversation is. Not about does he love you or respect you you're actually just looking at how much time you have and what your total load of responsibility is, you can think, well, here's, you know, the amount of time I have to give to this, and this is what I can fit into that time, given all my other responsibilities. And from that place, you can just make this a problem-solving conversation with your husband. This is just about what actually is important, what's going to get done, and how. And this becomes a really neutral conversation, and the neutral conversations are going to be so much more productive than these emotionally charged ones about, you don't love me, you don't care for me, all these, you know, terrible thoughts that go through our head that make it into something that's so much more. And then after you have this conversation, there might be some things on your list that you both look at and go, okay, so we actually don't have capacity for that right now. Like maybe that's hosting. Maybe you just don't have the capacity in this season of life to throw big parties at your house or host that weekly Bible study. Maybe you don't, but what you'll be able to do is say, okay, I can actually say I'm making this decision on the margin. This is an intellectual decision and we have to figure out how to manage the other things better or wait till a different season in life when we have more capacity. Maybe the kids are a little older and helping out more, or maybe we have the funds to hire more help for the other things, or maybe we're not working as many hours because we're, you know, moving up our career line a little bit here. It doesn't always have to be right now that we do everything. But I think the hardest thing for us as moms is to just actually say no. I won't be able to do all that because That is not on my list of priorities, or that is going to exceed the amount of time that I can allot to these things that the Lord has guided me towards, and I have these other priorities. That's really the heart of boundaries, is saying, actually, these priorities take precedence over those priorities. And we have to practice that. This is one of those opportunities to get stronger in that skill. And above all, at the heart of this, remember that you love your husband, that you love your children, that all the things that we're doing, all the work that we're doing, we're doing it for love. It doesn't matter so much how much we get done as the love with which we do it. And if you want more help with this, if you want more help with finding balance in your life, with having these kinds of conversations with your family, I do want to invite you to join us in the True Presence membership. There is a free trial, so it's no commitment up front. You just come on in and you can start working on some of the lessons that are in the vault there, explore it, come to one of the troubleshooting sessions that we have on Thursdays and bring your questions. Okay, well, till next week, guys. All right, friends, if you like this episode, one of the ways that we can get more awesome guests on the show is if you leave a review. So scroll to the bottom of this episode where the reviews are and hit those stars and then write me a little message about what your favorite episode was. I promise to read every single review and keep trying to get you the guests and information that helps you through this mission of motherhood.